0: All right, everybody out there in Twitter world, hopefully my co-host can join us in just a minute. Um, He was doing a few things before we got started, so no worries. Kim, it's so good to see you. Hopefully this time everything works and we can add you as a speaker because we want to enjoy your company. Brandon is here, yay! That is awesome. We love it when Brandon shows up. And, oh, we got more people coming. That is awesome. How's it going, everyone? You can totally write in the chat, or you can raise your hand, or give me a heart, or whatever else you want to do. I just want to know how you're doing. Hey, how's it going, Brandon? Where was my invite? I didn't get
1: my invite to the show.
0: I know. It just didn't show up for whatever reason. So I wasn't able to invite you lame okay well
1: hello everyone welcome to the writer's block hopefully everyone's doing okay jake how are you doing
0: you know i'm doing all right i uh am revising this great manuscript for a friend of mine and i think i got through like over 50 pages today which was awesome makes me feel like i'm making some progress so i mean slow and steady wins the race right absolutely that's right. Brand, how are you That's... doing today?
1: Uh, you know, it's been a busy week as usual. Um but I'm good. Overall I'm good. I'm kind of upset because one of my plants that I've been I I have in my house is kind of droopy, so I gave it some water. Hopefully I didn't move it close to the window before it was too cold. But thus having plants in the Midwest. Oh well I hope that
0: the plant survives and comes out of uh, it. Okay. I'm hoping it'll bounce back.
1: And I got stood up on a date this week. Oh my gosh,
0: yes. I, uh, it was so dumb. It's so dumb. People are dumb. So dumb. Oh,
1: whatever, his loss. His loss. It was totally his loss.
0: Yes, yes. So Brandon. Jake. Usually, at this point in the show, you tell me something that I have no idea what you're talking about, and we discuss it. (laughs) <laughs>
1: this is like one of my favorite parts of the show so i i didn't think of it until like 20 minutes ago so <laughs> this is
0: <laughs> i'm not very good at planning Sometimes, talk about cutting it close jeez. <laughs> cutting
1: it very close so i rabbit hold this morning into it to know a little bit about me i love a good conspiracy theory i love a good just your brain makes you think sort of a thing. So I rabbit hold this morning into the Mandela effect. Have you heard of this? Um yes. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, and while we're on the topic, if you would like to talk, go ahead and request. We'll get you in. Kim, hopefully we can get you in this week. I know Jake said that already, but let's just hope for the best. Um so the Mandela effect, for those of you that don't know, is historically it a collective memory remembers it one way while while the official reason is a different reason and everybody's like no that's not how we remember it but officially that's not what happened right
0: yeah it's like so when I'm playing this game called color brain and I have to pick the colors for the hostess logo and my brain wants to say that it's like black, red, and white, but it's blue, red, and white. Correct.
1: Well, the, the whole thing had started from when, um, quote, when supposedly everybody remembers when Nelson Mandela passed away. Okay. The collective memory is that it was in the late '90s, but he didn't officially he didn't die until I want to say. 2007, or something like that. I don't remember. It wasn't when he died, but everybody's like, no, that's, I remember. I remember specifically. So I'm going to give you a couple examples. And oh you my God. Which, <laughs> which ones you remember. And then we'll I am about. going
0: to fail at this miserably. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. <like, laughs> you're like, I'm so excited.
1: Okay. So, Berenstein Bear. Okay. Since how we're, we're writing. Okay. How did they spell? their last name and you don't it's it's more heavy on the end than the beginning so if you get that part wrong don't worry
0: about it yeah so Berenstein Bears is B-E-R-E-N S-T-E-I-N wrong no
1: Every I remember I swear I remember the E-I-N it's A-I-N but a lot of people remember the E-I-N
0: I'm okay with that I'm okay with losing that one yeah okay Looney Tunes. Oh no! How do
1: you how do you spell it?
0: L O O N E Y uh, T U N E S. I don't know
1: if that one, I can't find if that one's correct or not because I'm just looking at a thing right here. But there's two different versions of Looney Tunes, and they've officially only ever had one. Um, L Oh like Looney, both spelled the same way. Tunes T O O N S and T U N E S. And everyone remembers two different versions. I mean they both make sense because originally how Looney Tunes started was they were kind of a musical and stuff like that. I like crap. so we'll leave like that. Well, I'll give you I'll give you half on that one because I don't I can't find yeah, the official referral on t- Got a half a point on that one. <laughs> Let me find one more and then we'll move on. Okay. And this one I, I gotta find you got
0: to find a good one.
1: Oh, this one I think is good. There's a, there's a bunch of them. There's all sorts of them, and you will grab a hole. Mr. Money Banks from Monopoly. Okay. Does he have a monocle or no? Um. The answer is no. That is correct, but everyone remembers him having a monocle. Yeah. Actually, no, I, I want to do one more. Because okay. this one, I re- I remember this one. Okay. So back in the 90s... Um, There was a movie and it starred. Let me look it up real quick because I just thought of that. Um, Who did it
0: star? I think. Oh, hold on. This is one that you know, though, Brandon? I remember this one.
1: Okay. Okay. So, do you remember the comedian Sinbad? Yeah. So everyone remembers him starring in a movie where he was a genie called Shazam. Yes. That movie never existed.
0: But it's not,
1: it's. It's Everyone remembers specifically Shazam with starring Sinbad as a genie, but there's a movie out there that is similar to that where it starred Shaq and it was called Kazam. But I remember Shazam and I'm like, I swear. Oh my I gosh. would swear he did a movie like that, but that movie technically never existed.
0: I uh, See, yeah, and I totally would not have even got that. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah.
1: So, that's mine. If anybody has any, if you know Mandela Effect and you've dove into it and you have any, please let me know because I just find it fascinating. So, anyways, let's get on with the show. Hooray! Hooray! Jake, what are we talking about tonight?
0: We are talking about Show, Don't Tell.
1: Oh, we need to announce one thing before we oh, jump yeah. into that. Oh, yeah.
0: Have,
1: we have one big announcement.
0: Brandon, you can announce this.
1: Uh, do you want—I'll let you announce it because I'm usually the—you the, the, the you announce okay. it. Okay,
0: so for everybody that is listening or for everybody who is going to listen, we are going to be switching. Right now, we are hosting the writer's block through my Twitter account but we are going to be switching over permanently to the Writer's Block account. We've gained enough followers over there that we feel like it's a decent move. And we are really, really excited to um, have that switch over a little bit. Um, and, And the big thing is, is if you want to be a part of that, please, please, please make sure that you are following the Writer's Block, the actual one. Yes, yes for various reasons obviously but jake when are we doing that um i don't know brandon when are we doing that
1: (laughs) april 3rd the first wednesday in april will be our official launch date of hosting on the writer's block
0: april 3rd
1: i'm sorry is that right no No, that's not
0: right right. (laughs) i
1: totally totally messed that up brandon
0: i am so disappointed oh we will be starting this may the first
1: week in may may 3rd i'm sorry i looked at my calendar wrong all see right. this is i this is why i need you because you keep me in check may 3rd this
0: is why that. we need each other because between the two of us <laughs> we make a whole human being <laughs> oh my gosh I'm, I'm out of it today it's been a long day
1: all right so now let's get into the show
0: okay perfect So today, we are going to be discussing show, don't tell. Now, I want to clarify a few things before we get started, before we jump into this. You, for so long, we've been told show, don't tell. There are times when you should show and times when you should tell. Don't make the mistake of trying to show everything. If you do that, your book will be 900 million pages long and nobody will read it. I mean that's a good length of a book. Wow you are just all sorts of fun right now. (laughs) (laughs) The big things are is don't don't go overboard with it. Yes, showing gives you a much more engaging story than telling does but there are time there's a time and a place for showing and a time and a place for telling. I wanted to get that out of the way because we as writers tend to grasp onto things and we hold onto them with a death grip and won't let them go. This is one of those things. Yes. (laughs) That we want to be (laughs) so careful with because we don't want to overdo showing.
1: So when is it appropriate to show
0: versus when to tell. So showing can be used pretty frequently. Um, Obviously, if you're giving a short little one sentence recap or something, you're going to be telling your audience, kind of reminding them of a previous scene. But showing itself is going to be something that you can use in a lot of different areas in your work promise it's gonna be awesome Um, and it's gonna make your story so much better for a really quick little example I want to ask for a volunteer not me not Not you you can't do it Brandon it has to be one of our listeners oh yeah any listener that wants to be my volunteer go ahead and either raise your hand with the emoji or request to speak and we will try our best to get you on here, even though we've had trouble with doing this. We'll give it a second. So, while
1: while we're waiting on that, anybody that wants to volunteer, what is um how what's a good length to show something? Like like a paragraph, two paragraphs, a page, what?
0: That really just depends on what the scene requires. Like if you Let's just take a really easy example and say I picked up the cup. Now, saying I picked up the cup is perfectly fine, right? It's not grand necessarily, but we can make that so much better. Brandon, how would you make that better? Really, you know this is my oh, I know, I, Brandon.
1: This... I'm going to I'm going to start this off with I'm struggling with showing. And so I'm trying to learn how to do that. So how I would, how I would, I don't know. Like, I probably would be like, I grasped the cup at the, the, the cold metal cup or something like that. Like,
0: okay, perfect. You, and, and from that, we get a lot more information about this cup. We get a lot more information about what is actually going on in the scene. Okay. Okay. So Jason's trying to connect. We're going to get him on here in just a second. If we have any other volunteers who would like to speak, please jump in because we're going to need a lot of audience participation this time. Also, there is one that I want to ask everybody, and you can either type it in or you can answer it verbally. Um, Just hop down on the chat if you're not going to be a speaker, and that's perfectly fine. Brandon, by saying, you know, I, I grabbed the, the metal cup, right? We're giving our audience something else to view in the scene. And that is part of really understanding show don't tell. Picking up the cup is telling. Picking up the cold metal cup that was dripping in condensation tells me a lot more it helps me to understand about where this character is. We can add a little bit more to that by giving the character a name and really doing it from the point of view character. Okay. Um, Let's hop in here. Jason, let's start with you. So I'm gonna ask Jason a question and I'm gonna ask Kathleen the exact same question. And for those of you that want to participate, further can can hop down in there in the comments. Jason, can you please describe for me an egg? Okay, we'll come back to Jason. Jason's busy right now. Kathleen, can you describe an
2: egg? Hi, Jake. How's it going? <laughs> I'm thinking about eggs. I love it. Perfect. <laughs> um, how would I describe an egg? Um, oh,
0: it's a tough one, right?
2: <laughs> it's a really tough one because uh, it's because um, I I could have a story about an egg, but I don't know if I could describe an egg. So
0: let's go ahead and let's run with that.
2: Tell me a story about an egg. I find it amazing that when it's 20 degrees in the morning, my best friend goes out to the hen house and picks up a whole basket of eggs.
0: Okay. So we went from eggs, which is telling us, we can say, you know, my friend gathered the eggs, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: My friend gathered the eggs is really not that exciting. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's very bland and it's me telling you what is happening. Mm-hmm. But you saying that it's 20 degrees outside and that they have their basket and they go out to the hen house gives me a whole entire different picture than what I had originally in my head with you just telling me. You're actually showing me the scene and showing me about these eggs.
2: You're right, yep.
0: All right, we've got some comments. Oh, Amy, you can't hear anything? Oh, no. That's not good. We'll try to figure that one out. Hold on. Maybe Brandon's working on that. We'll try this and see if we can invite Amy to speak with us. All right. So, Kathleen, you have Mm -hmm. done... Excellent job describing a scene with eggs in it, which I love. It is awesome. What I would like to do now is hopefully have Brandon come back on. I'm here. Okay. And we're going to have Brandon expand on Kathleen's story. Ooh, okay. (laughs) So again, we're talking about the eggs. How would you give a reader more of a sense of scene and place with a description that is showing, not telling?
1: Uh, And for lack of a character's name, I'm just going to make one up. Uh, Sarah stepped out of the cold uh, hen hutch and tripped over a patch of snow, releasing the basket of eggs where they shattered on the icy cold ground below.
0: Oh, Oh, I love that. (laughs) Nicely done. Okay, so here's what I'm going to tell you, is that one of the best descriptions that I have ever heard of show, don't tell, or describing something was, if I were to hand you a pack of colored pencils and I told you to draw an egg, what color would you pick up first? And feel free, anybody that wants to, to jump in here. Brandon, it looks like we're having a little trouble getting Jason on here to speak. It keeps kicking him off, kind of like it did uh, Kim the other day. Hopefully we can get everybody in here. I'm trying to work on it, I should say. (laughs) Okay. So let's say, Kathleen, since you're our speaker for a moment, what color would you pick up first?
2: Oh, probably beige.
0: Beige, okay, I like that. (laughs) Now, my friend Jess is on here. Hopefully she can hop on and give us what color of colored pencil she would pick up first.
2: I'm here, I would say I'm going for yellow.
0: Yellow, oh, I love it. (laughs) So a lot of people feel like they would pick up white or yellow or beige something simple that is going to put it on there but the big thing is is that when you're trying to draw an egg you don't draw the egg you draw everything that is around the egg right you draw the light that's on the egg the shadow that the egg casts uh the color of the light coming through the window you're going to use a plethora of colors going through and coloring everything but the egg. Right. <laughs> and that is how we want to show people, not tell people. We want to color everything in around them. We want to do that with dialogue, with emotions, with senses. We want to make sure that our reader is completely immersed in the scene that we are trying to get them to connect with. Um, Brandon. Hopefully Yo, you can pop on it. I'm Perfect. back. Perfect. Um, if if anyone's
1: good. having technical difficulties, I just want to do this real quick. If you're having technical difficulties, try logging off and then back on, um, closing all your other apps on your phone. That might kick it in. I can't tell you for sure, but that might make it work. Um, I know I know. there's a couple of people that were having trouble hearing, um, and it seemed to that seemed to help. So, all right. We'll move on.
0: Okay. So, What I'd like to do now is, Brandon, I want you to give my friend Jess a word or a sentence so that she can give us a little bit more show than tell.
1: Ooh, um,
0: let's say sneakers. Sneakers, okay, Jess, can you show us a little bit about these sneakers?
2: Okay. Let me
0: think. Yeah, and take take your time. We can give you a minute and we'll just chat here for a second. Okay. A lot of people when they're trying to understand show, don't tell, will say kind of the typical things. They'll be sitting there and they will say, you know. Let, let right, let, go ahead, Brandon.
1: No, I was just gonna say, let me ask this real quick. Is it good is it a good practice? to go on to like Google and see how Google, like you can type it in and do a search, how would you describe a sneaker? Like, is that is would that help somebody that's learning to, cause we hear show don't tell, but how do you learn to show? Like, so, is that something that someone who's starting out would be, would that be useful to them?
0: Absolutely, I think that hopping on and getting a description of that item might be something that would really help people. Um, Jess, go ahead.
2: Okay, so every evening when I came home from work, I kicked off the worst shoes that I've ever worn in my life and put on the most comfy ones that I could tie up and go off for a walk to clear my head.
0: Oh, I love that. Very, very nice. I like that one. And I also love that you told us about these sneakers by telling us what the sneakers were not. They are not those uncomfortable shoes that you have to wear all the time.
3: I'm taking a bow, taking my bow now.
0: Oh, well you should, (laughs) hello. (laughs) This is kind of the point here is for everybody to have a chance to talk and communicate and discuss things and uh, really kind of jump in here into the conversation and see what you come up with. We, Brandon and I are not experts by any means. What we want to do, though, is start a discussion where everybody can learn from everybody else. Yes. Um, writing with strong nouns and strong verbs can be a way to show instead of tell, um, making sure that you're using the correct or the the strongest words possible um, for your scene. Um, using the senses is a really big one. And I know this can be hard for for people to really kind of touch base with the senses in a scene. And so what I'd like to do is anybody that wants to be a volunteer, Kim would raise their hand, Kim. Wow. Way to call her out on that one. I'm totally calling Kim out on this one. (laughs) Kim, I hope you can join us as a speaker. I'm going to give you a little snippet, and I want you to immerse us in that scene by using the five senses. Um, how about I was walking through the woods? We'll see if Kim can hop on here, see if her speaker's actually working this time, which I really am hoping it is. You and your homework. You're so, like,
1: you got to do know. this, and you just I throw know. everybody on their spot. People may not feel comfortable talking.
0: That is very true. That is very true. (laughs) Well, if they don't feel comfortable talking, we'll just ask Jason to do it. Jason just was on here. He was going to talk to us.
3: No, I was just going to say, I didn't realize there was going to be homework on this assignment.
0: (laughs) I don't
1: know why he does that. It throws me off too, Jake. You know, it's like, why ah. are you giving out homework? Don't give out homework. Why did I get homework? Here's the thing,
0: I... I give out homework to everybody that I beta read for or critique for, and it's a way that I can help them teach themselves. It's a way for them to learn without me just spelling it out for them. So I really love having homework and giving homework because I think it makes us better writers overall.
3: What, uh, what was the premise um, of your thing? Well,
0: what was the uh, I was just saying, part of the narrative? Uh, so, basically, what I want from you, Jason, is I want to see you use the five senses with this sentence to really immerse us in a scene. And the sentence is, right, yeah. well, I was on a seen, walk uh, through the premise. woods.
3: That, that's what I was trying to ask. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, you're good. So, take take that. just that. I'm just going to tell you you're on a walk in the woods. And I want you to okay. use the five senses. I want I want to hear things like what you're hearing, what you're smelling, what you can touch, to really immerse us into that scene. All right. Let's
3: see. <laughs> the cold, dark night was bitter, chilly mm-hmm. as we walked through the forest, unable to see. We Made her way trying to reach out, touching the hard bark. Um,
1: you're getting me awesome. on the spot here. Um
0: no, that was great, that was he perfect. did,
1: and it's yeah. so rude of him, like it is Jake. so rude
0: of me. And so, so since rude. I'm being so rude to our darling guests right now, Brandon. How about I'll you t- take a stab at the same one? I'll take a stab at it. I'll take a stab at it. Uh, okay. Um,
1: I was walk. I walked through the. I'm walking through a forest, right, or something.
0: Yeah, you're just walking through the forest. Okay. That's all I told you. Um, the snow crunch between
1: be. The snow crunch between my toes. The toe, the cold toes of my feet. But in the distance, I could smell the. Remnants of a fire That warmed my body or something like that. That's that's all I can do right now
0: (laughs) Okay, so here's the thing I would like everybody to give Brandon a round of applause because he really prides himself on being able to speak off the cuff and to me that was a pretty good job. Like we jumped in there we got some sensory details of feeling the cold snow and it was crunching and uh, And I loved it. It was really really nice so let me okay what given that
1: what genre and i know every genre it relies on show don't tell but are there some that it's more detrimental to like it needs to be stronger in this genre than it would be in this one
0: well obviously it's going to be really important to show and to world build which is another part of showing don't not telling um, to world build in a way that your audience can jump into. So rather than saying, I was whisked away to a magical world where things were really different than the world that I was used to. That is telling, right? right. So for showing, we could say, in the blink of an eye, I was surrounded by fairy dust. and." As I gazed up into the trees above me, I saw that the leaves were not their usual green. They were a shocking shade of purple. And the bark of the trees was silvery in the moonlight. That gets us a little bit more immersed into the story here. It gives us a chance to kind of say, okay, fantasy. Fantasy is a big deal, genre-wise, with showing. So
1: how does one if you're creating we're going to go to world building here right yep um, you can you can do that how does an author um, immerse them like whelm themselves with being in that world how do how do how do you do that
0: like how do you immerse yourself in the world
1: yes and the, like if you're writing sci-fi or fantasy or something like something like that or any world for that matter how do you create that world so you can visual, so you can see it like i can see this world how do now i have to describe it what are some good techniques for that
0: okay so some techniques and these are going to be dependent on the type of uh, learner you are we'll put we'll put it that way so like brandon for instance you are a very very visual learner yes and so for you the big thing would be to draw a picture or find uh, pictures online that kind of give you a sense of that world or the, the planet that you're on. Um, it would be doing a, you know, a uh, mood board so to speak for, so that you could really get the sense of what was the direction that you want your world to go there are other people that can do that in their head they like to write things out Um, there there's the people that are gonna go through and they're gonna say this is how this world functions with magic or with science and I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna write out all the things that I need to know as far as uh, politics and religion and every other little tiny aspect so that that person is so immersed in this world because they have all of the details, um, that they can jump into that world and be able to be so immersed in it that they can just say, Oh, Hey, this is awesome. I'm right here in this world. And now that I know this world, I can explain it and show it to somebody else. Okay. So yeah, you, and I,
1: I kind of, led you into that one because i do use mood boards a lot for mine because i am very visual i wait you do i do all the time i have no
0: idea that that's where (laughs) you were trying to lead me on that it's a good thing that we we know each other well enough to do that (laughs) i mean
1: i was leading you into that one that led you into that one that was a softball top that was here you go here's a
0: lob so Do you realize that Kim doesn't have her microphone muted and it says she's a speaker? Yeah, Kim, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. (gasps) Oh my gosh!
1: (laughs) Finally, two weeks. Two
0: weeks. We can hear you. (laughs) It's so exciting.
3: Not that exciting. (laughs)
0: It's exciting for us because oh. we love having people, especially first-time speakers, on the show because it's a chance for them to kind of jump in and join the discussion. I'm jumping in. So, Kim, uh, yes. Kim, you are here. You are jumping in. Do you want me to give you something, to that I'm going to tell you and you try to show it?
4: Sure. I suck at that, though.
0: That is why we're here. This is why we're doing this. Is to, get, is to build so those mean. skills. So I am mean. so mean. I'm so rude. I'm just the rudest person in the world. All right, Kim. Uh, she laid down on the beach towel. Mm. Now, using really strong verbs and strong nouns... Can you incorporate some of the five senses for us into a scene that has she laid down on the beach towel?
2: She laid down on the beach towel, the sound of the waves crashing on the shore, the smell of the salt water, the salt in the air from the water, the feeling of the sun caressing her skin as she watched the clouds float over her head in the bright. Brilliant blue sky.
0: That's impressive. Bravo. (laughs) Bravo. Kim, that was awesome. What do you mean you don't know how to do this? I really don't. That was really
1: good. You're really you're really about putting people on the spot tonight, Jake, aren't
0: you? I really am. I just want more people to interact and join us. This is what
1: happens when you take over the show.
2: Kathleen, (laughs) do it. Become a speaker. Okay. So, Jake, you're going to love this because I did my homework today. <laughs> you did? I did. And this is really feels kind of risky to me, but okay. I went I went through my memoir. Memoir is really weird with show don't tell. I found because it's more about my emotions. Okay. Then um activities but then i found so many instances where i really uh i did a lot of good descriptions so i have a paragraph that i don't like reading out loud but i'm gonna read it
0: if if you would that would be awesome i love that
2: and i'm gonna give a little um background so it'll make sense okay so so it's about two-thirds through this book through my book and i have to choose my third therapist, the first okay. two who I trusted immensely, um, moved to different states. So I had to find another one. And I was like, this was the last therapist I was going to go and interview. And then now I was going to be done. Of course, that was 25 years ago, but, and I'm still going to her. But anyway, I was describing the fear, um, and the anxiety I was having entering the office. Okay. Perfect. Okay. All right, what weighed my toe back down the most was anxiety, fear, and the battles of my past that I had not yet fought. With my legs shaking under my colorful gauze skirt, I imagined myself wearing combat boots, carrying hand grenades, and wearing camouflage while dragging myself into this new office. I did not know what to expect, but I would be armed for battle. When Marcy opened the door to the waiting room, I put on my most innocent smile, lifted my heavy bag, and slipped by her to walk that walk down the hall to her office. What I did not know then was that this scary place would one day transform into my lifelong safe haven. I picked the small couch to sit on so that I could have room to lay down my heavy load of secrets held tightly next to me, I remember looking down at myself and thinking, what a sight. That, the end. Beautifully done, Kathleen. <laughs> I love that. Thank you.
0: That was awesome. Yeah. I, I, you definitely did your homework. I love it.
2: I, I did. That was I have...
0: very much showing.
2: Thank you. I, I, well, as I read it, I totally remember it and feel it. I feel the experience. I remember that day so clearly. So um, I, I enjoyed doing my homework today. And there's a few more I did in case anybody gets bored. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay. See, um,
0: she
1: enjoys the homework. I say, fuck the homework. Like, <laughs> Brandon Morehouse, <laughs> give me a break. <laughs>
0: that's I was never the-,
1: the kid for the homework. I was always the kid in the back of the class that way. <sighs> I'm going to wait to the last minute and I'm going to just do my best. And that's
0: it. That's what you get out of me.
1: So oh, that's Brandon. why
2: the two of you are so good together. I
0: love the homework. I was the kid that was doing the homework two weeks in advance and asking oh if I could get ahead and oh my how much God. more extra we credit would, there was.
1: <laughs> we would have not gotten along in high school. 150% all.
0: would have said that about you. I would 100% <laughs> say <laughs> no did the homework is... three weeks in advance. He was studying I, for I, every I am pretty thrilled that everybody knows me so well already. <laughs> um, no one's shocked by that, Jake.
1: No one. I know,
0: I know. Um, I will say, Kathleen, that that was so beautifully done. It's It was lovely to throw the tie-in with the combat boots and, and going into battle. Um, it really painted a picture. And as someone who has done that walk down the long hall before for the seventh or eighth therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, It is, uh, it was, it was, it it very much resonated with me and I really appreciated that.
2: And I don't think
0: that somebody who has never had that experience would step away and say, I don't get it because of the way you describe things because of how much showing you did and not telling they, even a person who had never been to a therapist or never had that that horrible, awkward, scary feeling of walking in somewhere for the first time, they would totally understand where you were coming from.
2: Mm. Thank you. No That worries. was the best part about writing, is that I think.
0: I will agree. It's it's um, it's a big time thing to be able to connect on that type of level with a reader, with a listener um, and really have uh, those you know deep feel- feelings and connections that we are all hoping to share as humans.
2: And I, I, you really kind of have to just learn it. I, I mean I think you can and maybe we learn it by reading other people's books.
0: Um, Absolutely, that's a great way to learn. Show don't tell is to pick books, um, and I would get recommendations for that because um, I know that Brandon has read a couple of books that were completely telling. Oh
1: my uh, God! With yes. with
0: no showing whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know yep. which one
1: you're talking about, and I know exactly you what you're talking about. <laughs> It Are was horrific. T- I didn't <laughs> want to deal with it. I, got, I was like, no. It was 20,000 leagues under the sea, and it was horrid to get through. But for its time, it was written well. But now I'm like, oh, my God, I'm never going to get through this book, ever.
0: So that's another thing that, <laughs> that I would like to bring up with this show, Don't Tell, because it's been such a push um, for so many years now is that things move in and out of style at some point, maybe they will say stop showing so much mm-hmm. um and we'll have to deal with that and all the repercussions of it <laughs> and people will look back and say oh my gosh uh that author brandon he just kept showing and showing and showing how could he do such a thing who writes like that well
1: i think okay so I think what, what I don't remember what book it was and it doesn't matter but there was a book I was reading and they were oh I felt I felt like they were overshowing okay and it was this room they're talking about this room and they described the room and it went on for like two pages describing hmm. the room and then nothing in the room even mattered to the story I was like this is irrelevant why why are you spending so much time you're overwriting the scene and now you've lost interest because I'm bored which is hard to do. So how would you, how would we as authors know where to stop?
0: The big thing is, and this is true for anything in life, is finding balance. Um, Like I said at the beginning, you cannot show all the time. And on the other hand, you cannot tell all the time. You have to find a way to engage your reader, engage your audience. Um, And I think a great way to do that is one of our other topics was beta readers um, getting a feel for your beta readers or critique partners um, they will hopefully be really honest with you and say you know what you're kind of leaning this way you're kind of leaning that way I think it might work better if you're somewhere in the middle um, and and the middle is a great place to be as an author because we have creativity in our stories but being in the middle of show and tell is a great place to be because then we're not heavy on one or the other
2: okay
1: that makes sense i guess (laughs) you guess huh (laughs) i guess i mean i get what you're saying yes it's it's obviously it's part of our craft we have to experience it um So are there are there a couple books that you would recommend to learn how to show, not tell?
0: I think the biggest thing is, is to really kind of I I, like right now, just based on the one paragraph, I would totally suggest Kathleen's book for show, don't tell. Um, because that paragraph was beautifully done. There was a lot of description in there that really helped me be grounded in the scene and really immersed in it with all of the senses and the just just it was great. And so I think instead of suggesting a book, specific books, what I would do is I would say, go to your library, go to your local library, talk to a librarian and say, this is the genre that I write or this is the genre that I like to read. And you say, I'm really working on being descriptive and showing, do you have a recommendation? Libraries are one of the greatest gifts that we have because there's thousands and thousands of books that you can choose from. And learn things by reading other people's work.
1: Well, I think you're preaching to the choir on that one.
0: I Um, I hope I'm preaching to the choir. I'm preaching to the
1: choir on that one in this group, with this group, with this
0: lot. Uh, Oh dear. Listen here, you git.
1: Oh my God. I love I love that. (laughs) i I knew i would get that reaction so for those of you that don't know a git is an english term for like a fool an idiot and i just love calling people that because it sounds so much better git git use it um (laughs) i'm just gonna get a shirt that says git on it so i I think it's brilliant (laughs) i love it so i had a question and now it's gone because you made me laugh um That is okay. We all lose our
0: minds sometimes. sometimes. Are are there,
1: (laughs) for someone who's, and as someone who's learning how to show, where do I start? Like, where where do I begin?
0: I think, and this is going to be horrendously hard to hear, is start at the sentence level of what you're writing. Start at the sentence level of a paragraph and go through that paragraph and say, okay, are there parts or pieces in here that I can more effectively communicate to somebody else to help them understand what I'm seeing in my head? Um, And that means going through, and if you're using adverbs especially, adverbs are, according to Stephen King, just the worst thing ever. I am totally okay if you use some adverbs, but... If you're using adverbs pretty frequently, um, most of the time adverbs are, are words that end in L-Y. Um, they're an extra add-on to your verb. Um, the Those are sections where you can really dive in and use your words in a stronger, more powerful way to describe your scene. Um, I would also say that for people that are just starting out, this is where it really comes in handy to have a mentor or a beta reader or a critique partner, um, somebody that can kind of help guide you. And it's hard to find those, uh, hard to find a mentor anyway. Um, somebody that really understands the, the craft and can help you along the way. Um, but if you can find one, they are are in my book worth their weight in gold. So Kathleen, you just unmuted, what do you have? Uh,
2: Well, I had, when I started writing my memoir, which I mean, I never, well, I wrote in journals, but writing was not a thing that I did. Um, But my best friend is a teacher and uh, focused in English and uh, worked with special ed kids, which is what I felt like I fit all those categories.
0: I, lo- I love that, honestly. <laughs> you know?
2: And so as she read each paragraph, because I gave them to her paragraph as I wrote it, and she'd say, oh, right here. Now, let's just talk about that for a minute. And we'd talk about it. And all of a sudden I was showing and not telling. So then I started doing that to myself as I was writing. Like I I read that I, you know, I said I did all these things, but was there anything really meaningful say on this page that I wanted to um, go into more depth with? Do I want to describe how I felt more strongly or in a different way? Um, and I then I just found myself choosing to do that um, like, it, it kind of was a balance because I've reread this whole book in the past week and a half. And I can Nicely see where, done. I, <laughs> where I told um, a lot. And then I, I really was proud at different uh, spots where I showed a lot. Um now, Kathleen, and,
0: I'm sure I must have misheard you because are you implying that we as writers – should add in emotional content to our stories? <laughs>
2: yes. <gasps> you dare. How oh
1: my dare word. you? The audacity to drink.
2: <laughs> well, if you're going to read this book, you need at least one box of Kleenex. So and I love that. <laughs> you know, it's kind of an emotional book. But, but um, all kinds of emotions. You know, I'm even funny when it's miserable.
0: I love that. Kathleen, would you say that the emotional scenes are easier for you to write in a showing manner?
2: Yes. Okay. Why do you think that is? Because I think that's who I am. I love that. You know, I, I am an emotional person. Um, my husband can vouch for that. Um, and uh, I, I listen emotionally. I, I mean, that's just part of me. And, um, and I think we all have so many parts of us and there's so many emotions that we have in daily living that, um, I think if we really look at them or feel them, um, it can come out on paper. Um, and I, I, You know, and not always does that take place. Like when you get a writer's block, uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't flow as much. So I have times where um, I can show a lot more and my emotions come out very clearly. Um, And then other times, not so much, you know. So it's always that work in progress,
0: you know. Absolutely. I think, uh, too... Kathleen, you you kind of mentioned that that's who you are as a person. I um, mm-hmm. like to have a show of hands if you're able. Um, who mm-hmm. feels like they are an emotionally showing writer? Okay, Jason absolutely is perfect. Anybody else? And if not, that's okay. Um, There are emotional writers. There are writers who are so good at viewing the world that their scene descriptions are amazing. There are those other writers like Kim, who's going to tell us what kind of writer she is.
2: I think I'm more emotional than anything.
0: Wow. (laughs) Jason, I hope that was geared towards me because I called Kim out. Um, Yep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Jake, you're you're kind of being a dick today. What the oh, hell? yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, you yes. mean,
1: like I oh, think I—that's
0: because I yeah, him,
1: yeah. There, there's
0: I'm something going on there. I don't know
3: what it is, but there's definitely something.
0: I just wanted Kim to speak. Okay, he's pissy today. Whoa. Wow. What? <laughs> kim i love that you are an emotional writer i think emotions absolutely be something that we can lean into to really help our scenes be more showing and less telling um i'd also like to throw out there that those those people that are visual that are tactile that are um really into their their being present and being with those five senses those writers can be amazing as well um I think finding an area where you show well is half the battle to learning how to show because it's already ingrained in you and it makes it that much easier. Yep, that's what I just said.
1: Yeah, someone like (laughs) me who has no emotion. Yes,
0: Jason, I I love I love that fact, and you you just had a comment on here too that you if I can find it when you write you do both show and tell and it depends on what you're trying to describe um, to the reader what's the most important thing in that scene Um, when it comes to larger scenes that are important you'll do way more showing than telling and I will absolutely agree with that the path that you want to lead your reader down is the path where uh is that are the are the sections and the pieces that you need to really be focusing on showing
3: well it's basically comes down to what grabs the reader if um i'm doing like three things at once here sorry people Um, you're good (laughs) um if um if you're if you have something that's important and you're trying to describe it. I mean, basically showing is basically describing, in the yeah. end, that, that's really what it is. You're just describing what's going on uh, in detail. And like uh, telling, you're basically just saying what's happening around you or what's happening to you. I mean, that's basically the nuts of it in a, in a, in a nutshell. Okay. Um. But when you have something that's important, and you show it, you have people that can invest in it and feel in it, and then can relate to it if they relate to it. And then they become more drawn into the story. And then they become more attached to it. And then they want to keep going further to find out what happens to your character, they become invested in your character or in what's going on around them. Or, you know, How is this going to end you know you know and and, uh, it's it's the small details of the scenes the chapters and the storyline that basically invest the reader wanting to continue forward
0: yes i totally agree the parts where you are showing are the parts where you're going to emotionally and sensually hook your reader. And those are the parts that we really need to focus on because those are kind of the meat and potatoes, so to speak, of our story. Yeah. Um, Brandon, we are very quickly running out of time. (laughs) And uh, we have a little bit more to do as far as things that we're gonna dive into. Do you want to take it for the last little bit and announce our other piece of the puzzle? What a piece of the puzzle? What the hell are you talking about? Oh, you know. (laughs) I'm like, what
1: are you talking about? I don't have any idea. What, What the hell are you talking about?
0: Well, earlier we discussed two things that we needed to do for this show. Does that ring any bells?
1: Oh, I think I know where you're going with that one. okay now I I think I know. Um, so what we're doing is sorry um we have decided and this is Jake and if I'm wrong on this one you can let me know we'll <laughs> be doing this up we'll be uploading these going forward once we jump over to being on the writer's block full time um these will be uploaded to a podcast so, Is that where you're going with that?
0: Yeah, we want to impress that we're We're doing
1: that. Which is super exciting. Jake and I have done a lot of research on it, and we think um, it would really help uh, help everyone out, and we can reach a wider audience in that aspect. And then down the road, we'll be looking at uh, making the website for everybody, but that's down the road. Right now, we're just, we want to learn as we go, and that's going to be our next step, is that we will be a podcast so you can re-listen to these whenever it's convenient for you.
0: Also, we're going to add in one more little piece. Um, that's going to be weekly homework. Um, what? what you only have to participate if you want to. We what? did. <laughs> wow. We talked about this. We talked about it, but we never confirmed it. I don't. Re- I'm oh, like. It. That's a. <laughs> I was so excited <laughs> to announce that everybody had homework if they wanted no, it. That was my own
1: for homework.
4: Oh, man, the uh, the feeling of betrayal in Brandon right now.
1: Oh, my God. No, because he's jumping jumping ahead. I I am jumping ahead. We talked about it. We want to do another show for you guys at some point throughout the week, but it's going to be a different concept of a show. That other one is going to be more you can jump on, you can read your work, we'll give you constructive criticism, so on and so forth. Whereas this one is more just the discussion part. The other one would be more there if you would like to do some homework and you would like to learn how to hone your craft, that's the one you want to do where you can jump in and, like I said, read your work. We can all give you feedback on your section that you chose you choose to read and we go from there. We (laughs) Jake, you were all about this homework tonight and I I'm not I know, it. like but, I got you guys. I got your backs when I'm like, no, we're not doing homework yet. But no.
0: I, but I got you. But I got you to plug the new show, so it works out just fine. Well, we haven't even. That's like, we've barely discussed that. So. I know, but we have to get them all excited about it. They're gonna want what they can't have.
4: <sighs> Let us also also take a moment to appreciate that Brandon said no homework, but then eloquently describe the nature of the homework assignments in full detail to us.
0: Exactly, Chris. Exactly. I know.
3: I feel betrayed and um, dismattered and kind of like sad and abused and lied just, to and...
0: It's just I, disappointing, I isn't
3: it,
4: Jason? I don't know, Jason. You keep that up, I might have to start billing you some therapy office hours. <laughs>
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, you know, shoot homework. I mean,
0: it'll be fun writerly homework. Don't worry. But as Brandon said, we're not quite there yet. So I mean, fun is a fluid term on that aspect,
1: but (laughs) we will have Jake and I will have that discussion if and when we get to it at some point that it's in talks right now. Way to make us look real bad, Jake. I'm gonna throw you underneath the bus on that one. Perfect. I'm just, that saying that Jake definitely
0: had, um, I'm just saying that Jake definitely had, like, the kid at the end of class, like, teacher, you forgot the homework energy right there.
1: <laughs> oh, he I, him totally and I did. Would, him, <laughs> he, him and I are gonna have a very strongly worded conversation. I know, after I'm in this. so much trouble. <laughs> He's in so much those, trouble. Uh,
4: Absolutely. It was one of those moments where Jake was the kid that volunteered <laughs> the class to read Shakespeare out loud
0: i loved that part oh my god so i would have no, thrown an apple like, in the back of your head
1: i would have like i know oh yeah, no, like, like, i i,
4: I always volunteered for shakespeare like 100 <laughs> see chris this
0: <laughs> well, is what
2: was all, all, <laughs> all right I'm everyone Shakespeare?
4: All right,
3: everyone. go ahead jason i'm just gonna say on the side note, if you actually do go to a oh. podcaster you actually will do a lot better than just stick on Twitter itself um it's actually really good for you if you were yeah. to do that
0: <laughs> we're super excited about it so we will let everybody it's actually know a good idea. To closer to
3: that in the long run it is a good
1: idea
0: perfect thank you yep all right everyone well let us to sign off
1: <laughs> it, yeah but we need to announce next week's top oh yeah
0: Brandon, what is as, next week's topic?
1: As per everyone's request, we've started posting the schedule so you can start planning ahead. Next week's topic, we'll be talking about how to find a comp title. And then the week after that is the one I'm particularly excited about. Because we're going to be talking about tropes.
0: Brandon loves tropes. <laughs> I'm
1: so excited <laughs> for those. Like, I'm like a little kid at Christmas. That one's just going to get me going. Like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is a comp table. title <laughs> okay so a comp title is something that I'm going to help you to discover for both indie and traditional writers when you are trying to market your book or market yourself
4: Okay, uh, and
0: hopefully we can make that very clear to everyone thank you All yeah, right, that
3: one got me kind of confused
0: Wait,
4: wait, wait! We, Hold on.
0: It's gonna be wait, awesome. Wait. I'm so excited to teach you guys about it.
4: Can we give a Can we give a small spoiler, like the oversimplification for what a comp title is? Just. Uh, Alright, Chris. You can
0: give an oversimplification.
4: So a comp title, or which is short for a comparative title, uh, is when you say, "Hey, my book is like this, this, or this." So it gives the agent, reader, what editor, whatever the case may be. A rough idea going into it, what to expect of the story.
0: Exactly, <laughs> okay, perfectly well it. described. All right, Brandon, any last words?
1: Uh, no. And fuck your homework. I'm not doing that this week. But man, thank man, you man, everyone man, 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 for <laughs> for showing up. Have a good week. <laughs> we'll see everyone next week. Catch you later. later. Thank
2: you. Bye, guys.